So do you agree to have this interview put up on all social media platforms? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I do. Okay, um, literally there's no pressure on your host bang on bug. And we got a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, so I'm Lauren DL, also known as the Hula Empress. Okay, so um, I guess tell everybody where you originally from. I am from South Carolina, a small little town called Monk's Corner, South Carolina. And like, what was like the thing that was like, I got to get out of here? Um, well, <laughs> it's funny because it actually um, came about from a healing um, aspect for me. Um, you, uh, you ever hear that saying, change, change, uh, change your life? No, wait, change your mind, change your life. And so that's literally what I had to do. I was going through a lot of stuff in 2019 and pretty much I had to make a decision. Like, was I going to continue to let my life force energy be drained out of me? Or was I going to move and, and, and pray for a better life for myself um, after dealing with the unknown illness for like a year and a half and just being triggered by tra childhood trauma, going through stress and anxiety and depression from divorce and I chose life. So was your ex-husband like he was draining your life force? Well, no. It was more, so we separated, so this was just once I was home, I moved back home in 2019, and so during that time, it was just the stress of, and, and um, shame of divorce, so all of that was, you know, on, on me, but then also an unknown illness, so that's what was, all those components was draining me, basically. Okay. So like, are you better now or? Oh yeah, way better. <laughs> the glow is real. So um, th this was three years ago. So, you know, I'm still, I mean, I feel like healing is a continual journey. So, you know, there's always things that we continue to work on, you know, as we, you know, go through life. So, but yeah, much better. <laughs> so, sure. so what would you say like, um, is it, do you feel like it was your fault or was it like the guy's fault for like the separation? Um, I wouldn't say, I would say it was both of our faults. I feel like, I believe that we all should take responsibility for things. Um, I feel like a lot of times we don't have like examples of, you know, how to cohabitate with someone and you know, communication is like that main thing that a lot of people um, miss. And so, you know, I feel like the communication was the barrier. And we both, we communicated, but it wasn't enough for us to understand. But then I also believe that things happen for a reason. If I didn't go through this, that time period of my life, I wouldn't be who this person I am today. So. So if you could, if you was talking to God and, and um, you can tell him to like, give you three things that a man like what would you ask him to put them three things that need to be in this man for you know for the work in the relationships um definitely well i just feel like just being in harmony with your mind body and spirit because i feel like when you have those three things then everything else will flow as it should um so you know being able to use your mind and thoughts and know that you can create your reality that you can communicate effectively 
being in tune with your your body, being healthy, making sure you're taking care of yourself. When you take care of yourself, you can take better care of others. And the spiritual component, just being able to be in tune with your spirit and um, yeah, just being in union with someone else, you know, in that open communication and being in touch with their emotions. I feel like a lot of men don't like to be in their emotions, you know, so that's the other thing too. Because when you do women say you act like a bitch, like if you all in your feelings too much. I don't believe mean? that though. <laughs> like I feel like you can uh, communicate effectively and you can be emotional. Like, for example, I've never I've never uh, seen my ex-husband like cry, like ever. And we were together for like five years. There were moments where there could be a tear that was shed, but not necessarily had to, having to be a full-blown cry, you know, like, but if that was to happen, that's okay, you know, like, but I feel like that's what's missing a lot of times is people feel like, men, some men feel like they can't be in tune with their emotions. Okay, so, um, <laughs> did you grow up both of your parents? I did, yeah, they both, um, were in the home, um, but they were together, but not together, if that makes sense. <laughs> so it was cool, they just weren't like in a relationship? Yeah, like it wasn't the ideal um, example of a marriage, you know? So yes, they, you know, made sure we had food on the table, clothing on our back, but you know, I didn't grow up seeing like the emotions, the love and the support. All I saw was the money, the bills being paid and making sure we're, you know, being taken care of. But individually, they were able to provide that. But as far as like relationship, we weren't able to, I wasn't able to see that. So um, you feel like that affected you any? I think so. I feel like things can get passed down um, for sure. But I also believe we all have the ability to change the narrative. And so, my way of changing the narrative, like, yes, it, it may have been a repetitive thing that was passed down, but my thing was, like, my mom and my dad stayed married for almost 30 years. And instead of me repeating that generational curse, if I'm in a situation that I know is not for my best and highest good, I'm not staying for 30 years. So that's when I made that decision, like, okay, this is the, I have to, this is my purpose to break this generational curse. Whether it was going to work or not, I made the decision not to, you know, continue on that. No, it wasn't serving my best and highest good. Oh, so you feel like it's a curse just to keep your family together? No, you, but I'm not saying it's a curse. I'm saying if you staying in a situation where you know it's not for you, I don't believe in that. I don't because I feel like when you are like forcing yourself to stay in a situation that you know isn't serving your best and highest good, that's why you see so many people dying from heart attacks and all these diseases, disease, uh, diseases and stuff because your body is at dis-ease. You're taking on all these things and it's causing you to be sick and ill. So a lot of times, you know, people get sick. And I'm, you know, I don't want to sacrifice that self, you know, for myself, you know what I'm saying? So I believe in making things work, but you can't force anything to work. 
That's my opinion. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what's your relationship with your dad? Y'all close or y'all hard to talk? Um, it's definitely a relationship that is continuing to develop, um, for sure. Um, we did not have, we don't have a close knit relationship, um, but it's something, you know, that's going to just continue to grow and continue to work on. And, you know, I know if I need him for everything, you know, he got me. So, yeah. So you feel like you truly been loved by like a man in your life? Um, no, <laughs> not just yet. Not, not from like, you mean, if you mean a, from a romantic level. Like, yeah, to a certain extent, but uh, I feel like if you, you know, really love someone, you want to do, you know, your very best to make things work the way that they should. So, so uh, would you, okay, like sometimes, like when you get with somebody, it's like when you want the person more than you, the person who didn't, ain't really being, the, you know what I'm saying? It's like, See, I'm, I'm missing my train of thought. So the person who really don't want you, they not really going to work hard at being with you because it's like, you kind of like an option. Mm. So was you like the chaser or like was he chasing you? You mean like after the fact? Like, I mean, before y'all before got together, like was you chasing him or he chased you to get you? Um, No, I think it was like pretty much mutual Um, for the most part. I think I was more so interested in him at first than he was to, the, to me um but i mean after so you while, fell in love first yeah <laughs> i guess you could say that yeah yeah, yeah my fo my folks still together my mom used to tell me like i always make up fall in love first mm -hmm. and she said it's usually gonna be one that's gonna work harder to keep it together right so. right that's true Okay, um, I guess the most traumatic experience um, you had as a child. Most traumatic experience. Hmm. Well, <laughs> um, it's funny because I didn't realize this was a trauma uh, experience for me until recently. Um, but I used to do uh, ballet when I was younger. And uh, I can remember um being in a ballet class i think i was like the token black girl because i'm from a small country town and um i think i was a token black girl in the class and uh i remember i had to go to the bathroom really bad and i was like why and I, I was afraid to ask the teacher to go to the bathroom and so i ended up peeing on myself in the middle of the class and I can remember, I could see the teacher plain as day. She like got mad at me and she like grabbed me and like took me to the bathroom. And I didn't know why, like I didn't realize that it affected me until like I was just thinking about it a couple of like, actually like last year sometime. And I was like, hmm, I wonder why I was so afraid to ask this woman to use the bathroom. So I'm thinking like it was some type of like, you know, um racism that was happening because like i said i was like the only black girl and i'm just like i just remember being so afraid to ask her you know to go to the bathroom so i'm just like you know i would think that was something and it was something that and i know 
it was that it was triggering and a trauma experience for me because even when I thought about it as an adult all these years later it it made me cry so it ignited something from in my inner child like yeah that happened to you and yeah it was deep and it just came back up you know so I would say that's just one of them I'm pretty sure there's others but that's the one that came on top of my head okay um have you ever had to like check your parents for talking to you like a child when you was an adult? Uh, yeah, <laughs> me and my mom definitely, uh, you know, have those experiences where, you know, we, we would, you know, get into that. And I'm just like, you know, but I also um, have full respect, you know, as well. So, but yeah. But it's not like a full-blown argument though like you know I, i'm very close with like a lot of my family so like even if i disagree with something i may be irritated but i'm not gonna like not talk to somebody you know i mean it's a polite way i feel like as long as you don't cuss a year it's just be like hey you can't talk to me like that i'm grown now. yeah mm -hmm. usually that's better style okay what do you feel like um a pain that like matures you you said, wait, what's the question? Something painful that made you like mature fast. Um, I mean, I would say getting married and, and divorce. Yeah. I mean, Did you do it again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I know, you know, what I want, I know communication is important i have the lesson that was learned you know from the previous so yeah so yeah i would okay um last time you were so mad you cried and the last time you were so mad you uh snapped um <laughs> last time I, well i cried a lot <laughs> i'm a i'm a uh pisces so like i'm a water bag is that uh so i mean well cry when i was upset um hmm. Dang, when was that? i was i can't think of a of, of a recent time i cried when i was like upset like but i've been like you know overwhelmed or stressed then yes, I'm gonna cry. I cried today, matter of fact. <laughs> so, was you happy about something? No, like just feeling overwhelmed and wanting, you know, business to be the way I want it to be. Um, so, you know, just feeling overwhelmed. And yeah, so I cried today. <laughs> like I said, I cry all the time. But, you know, and it could be a variety of things. It could be happy tears, it could be frustrated tears, it could be mad tears, but um, I would say that would be you know, then and last my snap. I don't really snap like that. But like one time I got really I, I have a little cousin that is like my he's like my son. I call him my son because I've been with him since he was like a baby. And you know, when children act like they're grown, but then they're not really grown. And then when you ask them to like do stuff and they don't do it, you gotta keep repeating yourself. And I was already frustrated at some other things that was going on. And like, yeah, I had to let him have it. But other than that, I don't really snap on nobody. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So what's a, what's a toxic behavior like you feel like you may need to uh, unlearn? Toxic behavior. just working too much and not really like giving my giving uh family and friends like enough like attention and, and love or whatever so um just really focusing in and zoning in which I think that's important but I also think it's important to like you know be around family and friends you know from time to time and get out of work mode and you know all that so so you know I guess now the new movement is basically it's like my career over family so is that kind of how you are now like your career is more important than like building a family no i mean i'm i want to do both simultaneously <laughs> but i mean at the moment business is like taking the forefront but like i feel like you can do i think you can do both at the same time as long as the person if you're talking about relationship wise as long as the person understands you know that this is what you're doing this is what they're doing we're building then i think it can work so i i really am open to you know both for sure okay and um <laughs> okay I, um, I guess i go with this i never thought my friend would i guess finish that mm. I never thought my friend would. Hmm. That's a good question. Well, no, I have great friends. <laughs> um. Well, I can remember a friend. I never thought my friend would discredit me wanting to be a yoga instructor as like my career path like they thought it was a joke so yeah you see a friend with now yeah but it's not like close friends like so but it's still a friend but i just i just didn't think that would like come out of somebody's mouth you know so so if you if you're I guess your partner is like, don't believe in your dream. You feel like that's a deal breaker. Oh, hell yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> like, you might as well don't even, like, come over here. Uh-uh. Yeah, nah. Like, if, not saying something wrong with a nine to five and everything, but if you can have that, but if you, you feel, because it may not be for everybody, but, like, if you just about to come in here, like, oh, no, you just need to get a nine to five and, you know, like, this is not gonna work, then they might as well don't even come this way. Cause yeah, that's not my life <laughs> to do that. Okay, it's a quote they say, sometimes you have to make decisions that uh, break your heart but give um, your soul peace. I guess um, I guess besides your marriage, like a situation that kind of reminds you of that quote. Something that, say that one more time. Sometimes you have to make decisions that break your heart but give your um, soul peace. Um, sometimes you have to. I mean, I would say, like, how I'm in transitions now. Like, I'm, you know, working 
you know, uh, uh, part time, and I fully want to work on my vision, my business. So that's what lights my soul on fire, you know. Um, so it kind of breaks my heart that I have to kind of do this temporarily, you know, until things get to where, you know, I want it to be. Do you feel like like love kind of like throws you off your vision a little bit? So I just think as long as like there's accountability and you know uh, for both parties, but no, I think it could actually um, fill it up even more. Okay, um, something you was quiet about, but you had a lot to say that you want to say. Something I was quiet about about. I can't think of anything. I mean, I've been quiet about relationships and, you know, um, healing on both parties. Um, and why I are you in it, you saying? Huh? Like, why are you in it? No, just in general. Like, I feel like that's the, that's the barrier between black women and black men is that there's a lot of people that have not done healing work. So... I've been quiet about it, but I have tons to say about it. I actually want to have an actual event surrounding, um, you know, the coming together of that dynamic. So, yeah, I do have a lot to say about that. But I just don't talk about it as much because I'm, you know, focusing more on my business right now. But, yeah, I definitely want to build a platform strictly on that. Okay, what's the aspect of it that you want to talk about this haven't been talked about um i mean again like the internal work the inner child healing that a lot of people have have not done um and it's very clear um because you can see it you can see it when people are triggered by certain things and their hurt little child comes out give me an example like like People that's been bullied as children, um, and somebody may say something to them, and then they just go off like crazy, like like damn near like <laughs> you know fighting on the internet type deal, because somebody triggered something in them that happened to them as a child, and they did not fully address it. That little hurt child is still in there still feeling like they have to defend for themselves, you know, still feeling like the all about out, and it's spilling over into our relationships. So that, that happened to you? Um, it could be an expert that happened to me, but I'm saying that is, I feel like a lot of, I've been doing inner child work, but I'm saying a lot of people do not do inner child work. So, and I feel like that's what I have a lot to talk about is that is the core of a why a lot of, well, one of the things, communication is another big thing too, but inner child stuff is one of the, you know, uh, main reasons why we have challenges and, you know, like even, not even just inner child, just generational stuff that continues to pass down that we don't address. Well, sometimes with men, it can just be like a little disrespect can make you like go off. You get what I'm saying? Like if somebody doing it on purpose. 
Yeah, I get it. But it's kind of like, how can you be more, what's the word? Uh, how can you respond more in a way that you're not like a little child, like responding? How can you respond with more purpose behind what you're saying? I'm saying, what's what's the immature response? Like, just... like you're yelling and like you like, just sound of like literally sounding like a little boy. Like there's a way to address things without having to like, go off like type of deal like snapping yeah like i think it's there's ways to communicate things but you don't have to go off (laughs) you know what i'm saying and i've seen it several times so like that's just something i feel like can be like worked on it's just inner child healing also just being in touch with our emotions and all that so but i mean i don't really like people like that because it's like I be feeling like they don't go off on who they supposed to go off. It's somebody they might see as weaker. Like, if right. you really like that, you should be going off on your supervisor, your co-workers, your no, mom. No, I agree. If yeah. you really like that, you get what I'm saying? But most people are not. They just pick and choose who mm-hmm. I'm going to just That's true. be a bully to. Right. Okay, um, okay what, what keeps you, like, excited to, like, wake up every day, though? What keeps me excited? Knowing that and trusting that I'm getting closer and closer to my dream. Living the life that I want to live. Doing the things I want to do. Helping the people I want to help. Being in my purpose work. So waking up every day to that is, yeah, encouraging. So what's, so I mean, I guess a fulfilling life for you would be just like basically like making your business like do good? Yeah, and just helping people, traveling the world, seeing the world, just the time freedom. Time freedom. So would it feel fulfilled like if you get all that business stuff and you never get like a, a family, like a husband and a child? No, we getting all that. <laughs> that's that's package. <laughs> they ain't gonna separate it. That's a package deal right there. <laughs> like we don't talked about that earlier. We said we will, we can do both at the same time. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> okay, so um, I was just outside and Kay was asking me. She said, basically, is it whole behavior? Like if if you get mad with somebody who. Who cheating on you and you go cheat? Like, is that like being a hoe? And what now? If the person basically, if if you with somebody and you get mad because they cheating and you go cheat. Um, I don't. That's not a question for me because I wouldn't do that. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Cheated? No, like <laughs> I would not do that. So I don't feel like what. Because what's the point of like? retaliating back like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just break up with the person. Some women say they say it make them feel good. No. Well, they do it to make them feel good, but when they do it, it's like, it's not really a good feeling. Like, you really hurting yourself more. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't don't play with my energy like that. (laughs) So, that definitely would not be my cup of tea to do something like that. I, that's, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, every woman say, every woman I meet say that on cheat. I never met a woman who say they cheat, like, so it's kind of. 
I mean, men don't. I mean, I don't know a lot of men that say that they cheat, but. I you right. I mean, I may have heard like a few, but most men are not upfront about that. Like, they're not. So, um, would you do polygamy? No, <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm too. Um, I'm. I, I've always been a monogamous person, and whoever I'm with, you know, um, that's who I'm with. So, yeah, that's definitely a no. <laughs> Okay, I guess tell me about like your business and like um, how can people get in touch with you and donate and all that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. So I have a mobile holistic wellness brand called Soul Divine and um, focus on all things holistic wellness for the mind, body, soul, helping people to um, uh, reach the best versions of, of themselves. And uh, currently, one of my most requested service is Hula Hula Fitness, and which is mind, body, spirit, fitness using a hula hoop. And so basically, that came to me um, during that time in 2019, where I was, you know, in that low state, that low vibration, and pretty much I was able to heal myself through hula hooping. And so that is the core of my brand and. Right now, I'm on a hula hoop healing tour, and I go from city to city, um, offering free hula hoop fun to people um, so that they can experience what I've experienced. Um, it's just one of those things that you have to experience. You know, it's not like people think, like, hula hoop and what? But it's one of those things you literally just have to experience. Men, women, children, race, don't matter, all sizes. Anybody can, you know, experience that healing joy of hula hooping, and um, yeah, and so the tour, I'm definitely looking for support there and getting sponsorships and donations towards the tour, and um, I can be connected on all platforms at Soul Divine Vibes. That's S O U L D I V I N E V I B E S. Soul Divine Vibes, and I have a link in my bio that has my campaign in there where you can learn more about the tour and how you can support and yeah so tell me so the yoga instructor like you do that as work or is it something you trying to do or? uh yeah so that's how i started my brand like five years ago is was on yoga and yoga was my first healing journey ever was through yoga um and when i saw the benefits of yoga and how it helped me then that's when I was like, oh, I can, I want to teach this to people. And that's when I got certified to teach yoga. Okay. So, um, so any other, like, business you do, like, any, like, your side hustles, like, what, what else you do? Like? Um, so I love content creation as well. So I'm a social media manager, um, for two uh, brands here in Atlanta and for my own brand. But then I also love to con create content for other businesses um other entrepreneurs and i've always loved photography videography and so i love to just capture you know the essence of people and you know what their purpose works are as well so yeah. how did you get into the, the social media manager um how did, i mean honestly it just was one of those things where i, I needed just funds coming in but then you know i just started I was like, oh, well, I do this on my own, so let me just help another brand. 
you know, do their presence up. I guess um, we're going to try to get deeper into the um, the hula hoop. So as far as like um, hula hoop, like what would you say, like, um, I guess give me something, a, a situation you was in and, and then like hula hoop kind of like helped you through the situation. Oh, <laughs> so it's so many different ways. Um, definitely um, when I'm frustrated about something, um, if I'm feeling anxiety, um, hula hooping keeps me grounded, calms me down. Um, that's one. And definitely, you know, working out, of course, like when I just want to like continue to improve my health daily, I focus on hula hooping. Um, it definitely um, increases like your um, confidence as well. So if I'm not feeling confident about something, you know, I'll hula hoop, and it also increases your sensuality. So yeah. It's more like out <laughs> So I mean, when you're hula hooping, it's a it's a whole hip opener as well. So like, it just brings out the divine feminine more in women like I was very um what's the word meek and mouth <laughs> so like hula hooping definitely brought out the you know woman woman in me um so like people that know me like a couple years ago they're like oh you're not the same person like so give me an example like um just the way you your energy is around like my energy is around people. Like you just feel the divine feminine, the sensual side. Like you can feel that. But before I was very old ladyish, <laughs> so like you know, it just was not the same type of energy. So it definitely boosts the confidence and the sensuality within you know women. So is hula hoop like is is it like better than a normal exercise somebody will be doing right now? Um, I would say it's like low impact i mean i know there's so many different types of working out but um hula hooping is low impact but you still can have the same benefits um as working out um with weights or cardio it is cardio you know um i've also gained healthy weight through hula hooping um you know just hooping right uh doing those moves where i'm dropping down working my hips and um also eating the right foods thinking the right thoughts and I've gained like a healthy 25 pounds like I've been an unhealthy weight before but I was able to gain this weight back but in a healthy way through hooping. so you saying you was like fat or you was like skinny um I've been both sides so when I was married um I was an unhealthy 145 like that's the heaviest I've ever been in my entire life 145 is heavy? Yeah, for me. If I show you <laughs> pictures of me when I was 145, like I had like neck rolls, I had I a belly. See that. I, see that. I wish I had something <laughs> like right here where I can show you. Like I was legit, like, yeah, I was I was 145 and you know, like some people would say, like, oh, it was nothing wrong with you, but it was unhealthy weight. So yes, it is something wrong with you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want no neck rolls and I don't want no belly hanging over, you know what I'm saying? So um then after when I got had my unknown illness, I okay, lost so a lot of weight. When you say that, is it unknown or you just don't want to say it? No, it was really an unknown illness. I don't know. Like the doctors, nobody knew what was wrong with me. 
So, I mean, what was like the symptoms? Like, what was the um, so, well, I'll tell you what, what I, what procedure I had done. So basically I had the mercury fillings removed from my teeth. And so, because I like heard through people not doing my research that, you know, having mercury in your mouth was not healthy for you, but I didn't do my research on the process. So the process was done correctly, but what I didn't know is that your teeth are connected to various parts of your body. It controls various parts of your body. And, and you know, people don't know, a lot of people don't know that. So I had like five of them, I think, removed at one time. And um, at first I thought I had mercury poisoning, but I had tests done and I did not have mercury poisoning because the, the procedure was done uh, correctly. And basically, Whatever those teeth, those teeth that were removed, it messed with my thyroid. I was already actually having thyroid issues. It made it worse. Um, I was dizzy 24-7, very low energy to the point where, like, towards the end of my journey, like, I couldn't even drive like that. Um, I gained, I lost all that weight. Um, I would say that, and I had even digestive issues. I wasn't like going to the bathroom like that. So it had me messed up. And then like later on, um, I would say about the year mark, I started having suicidal thoughts. So it literally messed with me mentally, physically, and spiritually. Um, so that's what I mean by my own illness. And the doctors did not know what was wrong with me. Yeah. So how many, how many doctors you got checked by? Um, a good bit, probably at least over two, three. Um, and then nobody had the answers, you know. Um, like I said, it wasn't the mercury. I didn't, it didn't hit me until later, like, oh, it was because you removed parts of your teeth that you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't have done that process. Or I wouldn't say I shouldn't have done the process. I probably should have did more research and not done so many at one time. And I'm already a sensitive person. So, because I did so many at one time, it really um, messed me up really bad. So, um, yeah, so. So, um, yeah, why did you never have kids? Like, um, did you, did, you didn't want them? I did, I do, I still want children. <laughs> uh, um, but I also was not about to have children in a place or environment where I wasn't happy. You know, so I know when I first got like as soon as I got married, I wanted to have a child, but my ex did not want children. He already had a daughter, so like he didn't want to have children right away. But then after a while, as you know, things progressed, then I was like, oh, I'm not about to have a child because I'm not about to be stuck in not stuck, but stuck in this situation that I know I'm not about to be in for long. So I just made that decision like. No, nah, that's not gonna happen right now. So what you got on the shot or something? No, we just never, <laughs> we just didn't do that. We just made sure that it was just, I think I was on like the, you know, birth control for a little bit, but after a while, like I didn't want to be on that cause I don't, I don't personally like medicine. Um, but um, yeah, so after a while I got off and then we just took precautions so that did not happen and yeah so no but i'm still open to you know having children 
I'm not one of those people that don't that be like, oh my god, I'm getting close to forty. I need to have children. Like I'm not one. Of, like I feel like if I'm forty and I'm having my first child, I'm forty and having my first child. So do you go get checked to see if you good to have them? Um, no, I, I mean, I just have this strong belief in, 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 in knowing that I can and that I will. So. You look like this girl I went to um, high school with. Really? <laughs> yeah. I ain't seen her in years, though. She didn't, she didn't like me either, but uh, <laughs> it was just like. What is it about me? It's like your, whole, like your face. Like, My face? Oh. Yeah. You're just like. Laquisha Taylor. <laughs> hey, Laquisha. <laughs> That's, That's funny. Okay, so um, any more questions that um, like I guess the audience should know, or somebody who really interested in hula hooping, like they should know about it. Um, um, definitely, I would just say it's just something that. You just have to experience. Um, you know, I could talk about it all day long, and but it's just literally something you have to experience. If you, if you're, if it's if it's somebody's going through something and they literally don't have any answers or they don't feel like things are looking up for them, just add a hula hoop to your life. It'll change your life. So for depression, so it took you out of depression, like just hula hoop. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, you literally can't hula hoop and be sad. You can't be mad. You know what I'm saying? It it emits immediately a feeling of joy and happiness. So, um, I think I talked about it earlier, dis-ease cannot live in a happy or, you know, a flourishing environment. So, if you continuously... Um, dedicating to making yourself feel good and be happy no matter what is going on around you it can definitely help you don't That's, feel like a, a woman's sex could do the same thing I mean yeah that too what I'm saying if 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 people are looking for results on in you know um, if people are looking for change that's what I'm saying. This is a, a tool, an avenue for change because I feel like I run into a lot of people that's, you know, going through so many things and I'm literally sharing with the world what helped me, you know, through that time period. Um, and just making sure that you're honoring you. That's the other thing too, like making sure you're honoring yourself. And so, you know, by me saying no to what I did not want, and saying yes to what I do want and doing whatever it took. I didn't know this was going to help me. <laughs> I didn't. Honestly, I was literally at the, I was literally at the, I don't know what else to do moment. And I came across hula hooping and I just saw how um, this woman, she was so like happy and free. And I was like, I don't know if it's going to work for me, but. I'm just gonna give it a shot. Well, someone, what is what? What can I lose at this point? And so, literally, the first day I got my hula hoop, um, I was like very, and it's all on video. Um, I was like very stiff. I'm like, oh, I can't do this. And then next, you know, I bumped the wall with my hula hoop, and I just started dancing out of nowhere. And I literally danced my way into my healer. You know, I dedicated at least like five minutes every day 
to hula hooping. And slowly but surely, I was able to heal myself. That it was this, the combination of this, and also taking myself out of a space where I wasn't happy. So like physically, I had to move to Atlanta. And when I did, like no lie, like two weeks later, I started to feel better. Okay, so I'm just wondering, like shit, a married couple like have like five minutes or 10 minutes a day to where they dedicate something that they do to like make it better? Oh yeah, absolutely. And what would you suggest that be like? I mean, <laughs> let me stop. It don't gotta be like hooping, but yeah. I mean, it could be a variety of things. I just think that is something that you you gotta make time for. Like, just uh, you have to have. First of all, it needs to be you time and then us time. That's what I think. So, like doing something that you enjoy doing, and then doing something y'all enjoy doing together. And I know life is busy, but we have to, like, make time. So what's the sufficient amount of times a guy should ask you for, like? I mean, but if we... your time? I don't know. It just depends on, like, on what type of relationship or what type of, like... like okay, let's just say... Business, we was, let, let's say we was dating, right? And I'd be like, I want to see you, like, twice a week. And like we got like three hour dates or something. Is that too much, or you wouldn't have time for that? I mean, I don't, I can't answer that because it's like it's like you. I mean, I guess I have to know what, what how my life is going to be currently. You know what I'm saying? Like what I want my life to look like is me traveling a lot. Okay. So not to say not being home, like home never or whatever, but like if we come to the agreement that this is our time and we're gonna meet two times a week or whatever the case may be, then yeah. So, but I think it just really depends on what type of life you're living. But I'm open, I love to spend time with the person I'm with. So we gonna make time, you know what I'm saying? And also we gonna get the bag too. So we doing both. That's so, so the traveling is still gonna be, you gonna be doing it when you have kids? Or is it yeah. gonna like stop? Yeah, traveling. Not saying you gotta travel twenty four seven, but I mean, like right now, I'm doing a hula hoop tour. I mean, I'm going. I mean, initially, I was gonna be going to two cities every month. Um, Just a weekend, I guess. Yeah, a weekend, but that's what two up two open weekends, really. I mean, hell, I could do all the weekends I would, (laughs) but originally it was two weekends. Now it's once a month, but. If I was dating somebody, like, you know, I would want the person to come with me. If they could, you know. So, yeah, I just feel like, like I said earlier, they have to understand that this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, yeah, I'm busy, but like I said, I also, people, I always feel like people make time for things they want. So, yeah. And what does these like shells mean on you? Um, actually, it's just and so these are carbon shells. Um, they originate in Africa. Um, from what I read and understand, they represent abundance. Um, and I don't know. One day it just came. I made create. So um, outside of I I create. I'm a creator too. So I made waste beads. Um, I um. 
with, and I make hula hoops as well, but like um, the weight speeds, I used to do them heavily. And I don't know, some just said, make a headpiece. And I made a headpiece and I call this my Empress Halo. So it's just a signature look of mine. Mm -hmm. But it don't mean that. It just represents the essence of who who the hula empress is. There's like the dreads, like moon thing, or you just like the look? No, just like the look. Just natural. I'm a natural girl. I actually have a short haircut. Um, but I just wanted to switch it up for 2023 and got some locks. Oh, so it's fake? Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for thinking it's real. <laughs> I used to have locks. But they fell out, so I had to start over. I mean, I gotta start over. What you gonna put to your ball? Uh, I mean, it's not ball, but I have like my hair is like probably this high. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we're gonna wrap it up, man. <laughs> I appreciate you coming, and I guess you didn't mind staying, so I guess you kind of like the energy, so. You know, run out the door. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, literally, it's no pressure. I'm your host, Banger Bug, and we got the hula hoop empress, and she wants to show everyone about the, the hula hoop. So, talk to them. All right, y'all. So, I'm going to show you my collapsible hula hoop. Um, I call this my magic trick. So, y'all ready? Bam. Bam! That's my hula trick. Okay, and um, as I shared earlier, that uh, hula hooping, hula healing is what I like to call it, um, helped me in my journey. Um, it helped me through stress, anxiety, depression, uh, unknown illness. And now I share this healing love with others. So just wanted to show y'all what the hula hoop do and how you throw it around your waist. And in the process, I did become a professional hula hoop dancer. So through my healing births, also this other journey, you know, for myself. So, and we're going to see if Bug going to join us. <laughs> I don't have a hula hoop. <laughs> okay. There you go. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That's it right there. See? But you gotta just like move like more. That's it. But for my part, you got it. That was lit. I'm See? a rookie. <laughs> All right, um, literally, it's no pressure, man. I guess we gonna see y'all in a minute, and we out, man. Peace.